Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Hi, everybody. It's Julie and Rhonda. Nothing Hi, but everybody. Julie. Hey, Nothing But Julie podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And today, you get us. You get to finally see who we is. <laughs> live and in person. Well, not live, but in person. Live right now, but, that, but being right recorded. <laughs> but it's the first time that we're doing this, and we just thought, you know, it might be a lot of fun for you guys to, you know, get to know us in a different way by putting the voices to the faces. So how are you doing, Rhonda? I'm pretty good. How are you, Julie? I'm hanging in there. You know, we had four days of beautiful weather here in South Florida. It was just, it was dreamy. That's how beautiful it was. And today's the last day. And then it slowly starts to creep up there again. Oh, so we had like, I want to say like two or three days where it was like beautiful out, a light breeze, you know, sunny, but not like the sun wasn't beating on you. But then for the past week, it's been 90 degrees every day. And, and the dry. sun is, and dry. And mm -hmm. the sun is just brutal. And, I, you know, during the middle of the day, you just can't be out there. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I'm trying to figure out what this Zoom thing, because I know that when one person is talking, it shows it. But what is your setup? Because is this like a way to do it? Oh, gallery view. Oh, no, that just shows what I want to see. Speaker view. No, mine just said, it just it has you, and then I'm up in the corner small. I think that possibly when I've done this, I've done this before, it shows only the person that's speaking instead of the two of us. But I kind of like being able to see the two of us. Yeah, that's that's how I've seen it before, where whoever's talking is the main, is the, the There's a way to do it. And I guess I, I, I should have I figured <laughs> this out before, but I, it just says security, stop video, mute, share screen, pause, reactions, Speaker view, mute. I mean, I, I, I'm clicking on mine. It says, you know, I don't even care. Let's just leave it because it's going to take too long for me to figure out. Well, anyway, so guys, we decided that we were going to do our topic on things we miss from our childhood and things that we miss from when we were kids. Um, and I like this topic only because it, it brings me back and it, it gives me, you know, a little bit of time to think back to the things that were so enjoyable. I'm going to let you go first. You, you start with what was the most so, or what you missed the most. So this is what I was thinking the other day. Well, cause we were getting ready to go to, um, we we're going to go, we we're making a plan to go to a lake that's close by to us here. So of course we're going to take Aubrey. And so I have started as like the mom, you know, started thinking like, oh, we're going to need coolers for this and we're going to need that and we have to do all this. And so I'm doing all this planning and I'm thinking to myself, like when we did stuff like this, when I was a kid, I just had to get in the car and go, you know, my mom would yep. just be like, this is, we're going to the beach. We're going to do this. This is what you're going to wear, you know, wear shorts, wear a bathing suit, whatever. And then I would just get in the car and go, Without a care in the world, I knew that I was going to have stuff to drink. I was going to have stuff to eat. Everything was going to be taken care of for me. Yep. And so that, I think, is one of the things that I miss the most. Because, yeah, it's fun to do all those fun things and trips and stuff. But as the mom, it's a lot of work, too. Yeah, it's a whole new – so I'm just going to turn this a little bit. It's a whole new responsibility, I know. Um, there's this woman who I follow. Her name is Mel Robbins. And you, you need to watch her. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll send you a link. I sent it to my sister who has subsequently sent it to her kids 
her two um, adult children. And she's so amazing. You know when you try to find the words to say things and you just, you just can't? Yeah. And then you find someone who just is so good and they manage to put how you feel into words, into such a, a small amount of words. Well, again, her name is Mel Robbins and she did a TED Talks and it, it was about parenting yourself and how nobody is going to be there to motivate you and how nobody's going to be there to tell you what to do. And if you want to start to lose weight or you want to get in better shape, you are the one that has to do it. Right. No one is going to do it for you. And I wish that I had listened to this <laughs> forever ago because it's like what you're saying. When you're young, you're carefree, everything's great. You don't have mm -hmm. to really worry about many responsibilities, like adult responsibilities, right. right? And then all of a sudden you're thrust into adulthood without like a manual and you have to do these <laughs> things that you're like, wait a minute, you know, like, how do I do this? Or like you were saying about a picnic or going to the beach, it's like, right. you have to think now of all of these things that you have to do that you've never thought of before. Right. But she's very funny and, and she's also very witty and Ted talks, Mel Robbins, very good. So I agree with you. I miss that. And I think, I think I miss that the most, even at my age, because I know that there were times when I would say, Oh, you know, I'm so tired of doing this. You know, I wish I could go yes. back to the days when I didn't have to, <laughs> but I, what I miss about my childhood, I'm going to add on to that is, is just the not knowing of, all of these different responsibilities. There's somebody blowing something in the background. Can you hear that? Tell me now. All right, good. No, I can't hear anything. Yeah, um, I remember when I had my son and the diaper bag. And you have to remember the diapers. You have to remember the powder. You have to remember the wipes. You have to remember a change of clothes. You have to, you yes. toys and <laughs> snacks, yes. right? The whole, the whole thing. It was at that moment that, oh my God, I am so sorry. They're doing something in my backyard. I don't know what they're doing. They're, there's someone back there. That's what the noise is. They're doing something to, maybe they're adding mulch. I, you know, I don't even know what's going on in my own backyard. <laughs> um, and I just remember the very first time I ventured out with my, my, my son's diaper bag, I thought to myself, oh my God how many yes. times do I have to do this and how many times I forgot things and, mm -hmm. it, and, and I got better and better at it. But the responsibility aside from the whole having a child thing, the diaper bag mm -hmm. was the biggest thing for me because you know, if you're going to be out for hours, you can't forget anything no. or else you, you are just screwed big time. You're going to have to stop and buy it. If you've forgotten something, you're, <laughs> you're going to have to stop and buy it. It's so true. But I remember when I got this whole diaper bag thing together, I remember thinking about my mom and like, what did she do? I was born in 69, so what did she do? I mean, there's so many more advances now or, yeah. or when my son was born to just even the diaper bags and the compartments and the, and the things that you can you know buy. And it started making me think of what was it like when I was a kid? You know, when I was being taken care of as a baby and what was, what was the responsibility like then was it just as great as it is now? Is there more responsibility when you have a child? I don't know. Um, when I think about like COVID, um, oh, yeah, I, mean, I can't imagine. I have quite a few friends that have had babies during COVID. You know, they were yeah. pregnant and COVID hit, and you know, some of them were like, "My baby has never been in a store." You know, this child is turning like a year old and has well, never been to the grocery store because of the risk. Or been with another baby or, or a friend right. or play dates, right? Yeah, they've, they've oh. just been at home with their parents. That's crazy. Well, one other thing I, well, I mean, I, I remember quite a few things, but one of the things that I do miss are the times that I would um, go out and get ice cream with my dad. I miss that. I remember as a child, we would go to... I think it might've been friendlies, but I can't really recall. And just, just on a whim. And he would, he would sit at the table, the dinner table, and he would say to both my, me and my sister, okay, if you can name this tune in one note, we'll go get ice cream. And we already knew the drill by then. He would go, la, 
And we would just name anything and he'd go, that's it, let's go. Because he wanted the ice cream to go. Bad. It was so that's funny, a, but that's a fun memory. That's a perk of being a parent. You could just randomly do that with your kids. But yeah, yeah, like I was thinking about that too. Like my grandfather would ask me, you know, do you want to go eat? And then, we, you know, we'd go eat, have breakfast and then have ice cream and have treats. And I never like thought twice about, um, you know, as a kid, you're just enjoying it. Like you want the ice cream, so you eat the ice That's cream. It. And now I'd be like, is it, you know, do I have that ice cream? Like, and then I have to work out extra hard tomorrow <laughs> or like how many calories is that? Like as a kid, you don't think about like how many calories are in these cookies. You just eat the cookies. That's right. Who, who cared when you were who a cares? kid? No yeah. one cared. No, I, I did. I mean, I was a junk food junkie when I was a kid. Me too. And I never, I never thought about if it's bad for me, gaining weight, mm -hmm. I just know I wanted it, and that was it. Yep, so you just had it. <laughs> that brings back a memory I, I actually remember. Um, my Uncle Bobby, who happens to be my mother's sister's husband. We were kids, and they were visiting us, and the ice cream truck came, which you don't see anymore no, around hardly here. ever. No, I, I very rarely hear it, but it came by and I, I just remember saying I wanted ice cream and he said, oh, okay, you know, I'll buy it for you. I'm like, okay, cool. So he comes down the driveway, he goes to buy it and all of a sudden, all of the neighborhood kids came oh, around <laughs> and I don't remember how it happened and possibly, it was possibly me that said, hey, my uncle's buying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so remember. Kid, you're just like it's fine he'll get I, I, ice cream I, I think it might have been me that said that me and my big mouth but I just remember it was with my uncle who I adored at the time and and just the sound which is creepy now but the sound of the ice cream man and the, the you know the song which yeah. now if I hear it it reminds right. me of I'm, it like like a horror movie yes, yes. Like, isn't that weird like as an adult I look at the ice cream man and I'm like that's creepy like right? you could be kidnapping kids they're like what are you doing but if, as a kid never thought of it. To it never thought of it I never thought about it and you know when we're kids we don't think about those things but as you get no. older it's it is such creepy music and maybe because it's been played in movies I or scary so. yeah. yeah that could be why oh my god so what else do you miss um, you know like as a kid i used to get on my pony or my horse and go like trail riding with my friends all day and not you know not even think about like being gone all day or you know swimming with the horses in the lake and now i'm like well i would have to plan to go on yep. a trail. you know like there's so many things to rearrange or do um, so I miss that, like, I guess just again with that carefreeness, like, of a kid yeah. going to do what you want. Oh, that's the perfect word, carefree. I was going yeah. to say something about that, that <clears throat> I didn't have um, a horse, but I, I went to a, um, a horse camp. It's called Thomas's School of Horsemanship, which I heard just recently got sold, which is, it's, it's so sad. They've been around, I mean, forever. And it's the carefreeness that, that you yeah. said. I, I do miss the, the, the not planning part. Like when we were kids, the only plans that we had to make were, you know, what are you doing this weekend? Or, you know, making time to study for a test or do your right. homework. That was right. really it. No responsibility. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and when I started to gain more responsibility, even though I was living at home, but I would, you know, be paying some of my own bills and I was right. really working. It was, it was a slow progression, but I, I got into it very well. I actually enjoyed the responsibility of, you know, paying my own bills. And then of course, when I was engaged and I was living with my husband and then all of a sudden it's, you know, we, we were renting an apartment and having to pay those bills and yes. having to pay for the, for the, whatever it was, the gas and, you know, and then, just having to get up and have to go to work and have to make money to pay those bills. Like, oh, right. like and this it's is like, my life now. It's not even an option anymore. Like, it's not just no. like, oh, I'm a teenager and I want to have a job so I can pay for things. Now right. it's like, well, I have to have a job because nobody else is going to pay for this stuff. 
No, I mean, unless you're, you, you're a trust fund baby, but I, I right. find that to be a little boring. Not, not the money part. No, but, no, but like being a well-rounded person. Yeah, I'm, I, I like being able to start from the ground up. That's what my dad did. And, you know, I did the same thing and, and my husband and I, you know, built our life like we did. But if you have money and you don't really need to work, I would find that to be boring. I would want to do something, at least um, some kind of charitable organization or, or do okay. or volunteer. Right. I mean, I, I. Right. Yeah. But we've talked about we are not the kind of people who do well with just staying at home with nothing no, to do. Not at all. <laughs> No, I am, I am not good at staying at home. And I, I do, I remember we touched on me saying, you know, I've kind of gotten a little more used to it, but I'll yeah. never be a hundred percent used to it to where I can just stay home. I know women, not a lot, you know, just a few who are, are content just staying at home. Yes. I, I know asking, them too. And, and they're, they're wonderful people and they're, yeah, they're wonderful, but, they're but it's just with, not me. No, I remember asking a friend of mine who lived very close by, you know, what do you do all day? You know, let me, let me get an idea. At the time she had two kids that were in high school, but you know, self-sufficient, responsible. Right. And, but you have still a long period of time where, you know, you're on your own. And she said, well, you know, I get up with the kids. I do my exercise. She would, she would always walk around the neighborhood. And then she said, you know, if I have any errands to run, I would run my errands or I go to the supermarket. And I said, okay, yeah, what else? What else? <laughs> because you don't run errands every day. You don't go to the supermarket every day. Right. If you exercise every day, how long does that last? An hour? And then she said, and then I'll just read a book. And I'm All like, day? What? And I she see. goes, and then the next thing I know, the time has flown. And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. see, I, I, I can't. Very I, it's very hard for me. And I love to read, you know, I could read, yeah. you know, but, but I find it hard to do during the daytime. Yeah. And I find it hard to like, unless I'm sick to mm -hmm. just like, and I have to be really sick, like knocked down to where I can't do anything else because, you know, some people will just be like, well, look, just take the day to relax. And I'm like, I, it's really hard for me because then I sit there and think about everything that yes. I need to be doing or, or that you're not doing. doing right. That's what I'm not doing while I'm relaxing. <laughs> so then exactly. it's, it's not relaxing anyway. So. I know I do the same thing <laughs> unless I know I've pretty much done like all the exactly. things I, I needed to do. Otherwise I'm like, Ugh. I'm trying to relax and I'm thinking about the things I still have to do yep. or that I haven't done. But when she said she read all day, I, and not all, I had, I had a, a twofold reaction. I thought, wow, you know, how, how impressive to be able to find, you know, such relaxation within yourself to where you don't feel that you have to be doing something. Yeah. Um, and she was very happy and content. Um, but then on the, the flip side, it, it, it's just, what about the productivity? What about, and if she also is a loner. She really like to be on her own, didn't like to be surrounded by a lot of other, you know, people, didn't have a lot of friends, and that's just how she was. But it's not like I need to be surrounded by a lot of people. I just need to keep myself busy mm -hmm. for however long of a period of time until I know, okay, you know, I've done everything I want to do today and let me move on. But that reminds me of when I was a kid and the, the things that I miss, I was just going to mention, I have, it has really nothing to do with it, but we moved um, when I was going into sixth grade, so about 12. And we moved into this, this much bigger home um, in a, in a cul-de-sac and we had a pool. And we had gone to the community pool prior to that. This was our own pool. Yeah, that's, just, that makes it better. <clears throat> that just makes it that much better. It makes it so much better. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember those, like you said, carefree days, those summer days oh, yeah. and nights of just not having to have something to do, to do yeah. when we were younger versus now. When I was younger, it was more like, oh, mom, what are we doing today? Or if I had a friend that was maybe going to come over or go to their house. I mean, that was the extent of it. If there was yeah. really not much going on, it was pool. Yep. <laughs> Let's go in the pool. Let's hang out for the day. 
Yeah, it's funny you said that about your friend reading all the time, because as a kid, I would do that. I would just lay on the couch and read a whole book in an afternoon and not think twice about it, you know? And now I think that we try to fill our lives up with so much that maybe we're just never satisfied. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the mom in us. Maybe, maybe. it's a woman thing or but I've always been like this. And, and it was actually really, really hard for me when I had my son because I was working full time and to go from working full time to just watching a baby sleeping. <laughs> yeah, like, I, you know, I remember when he was, when Jacob was really little and I would just ask my friends that had older kids or like my mom and I'd be like, he's really boring. Like this baby <laughs> is boring. Um, and, you know, and, and my mom would be like, well, that's, that's what babies are like, you know, he'll be unboring soon enough. And, and, and right. And then he wasn't. And then all of a sudden was like, Oh my God, when do I get a break? Yeah. But you know what? I actually enjoyed the toddler years, like, and the, the little kid years much more than the baby part. Oh, yeah. Me too. You know, and, and there's more to like, do. There's exactly, there's more to do. And I think um, I see a lot of moms and they're like, oh, I miss when they were a little tiny baby. And I'm like, really? That's like my least favorite part. Like, I don't, I, I did. It's not that I didn't love it. I mean, if I were to compare, yeah, I, I definitely right. liked when, when he was walking just because it, I was able to finally have a little momentum and, and start doing more things with him. Right. And when he was a baby, it was also kind of a little nerve wracking for me because, you it, know, here's this new baby, no manual. I'm trying to figure it out on my own. And I'm dealing with the fact that I miss work. I miss being mm -hmm. productive and being busy. So that first year was really tough for me. But then you're right. Once he started walking, and I started to get to know more people that had kids. We started play dates. I was able to get out more. Yes. You know, it was, and I gave birth in June. So I still had quite a few months of, <laughs> what was, what, when was he born? June 2nd. Oh my God. <laughs> now Jake was born um, June 15th, but still having June babies, summer yeah. babies is nice. And he had, um, his Billy Rubin count was high. So he was jaundiced. And so... They wanted me to like leave him in the hospital under lights. And I'm like, no. And I remember that there was this nice little area in my backyard where we were able to just, it, it was shady, but you still had light. And I had him in his stroller just laying there and it was indirect light, no sun, like just regular light. And in like two days, his, his count was normal. I was like, I'm not putting my baby in a hospital under lights. Like, no, he's coming no. home with me. Like, yeah, I'm, I was nursing. Like he needs the boobs. Not yes. putting in the bottle and getting him used to the bottle and not wanting the Oh boobs. no, because then Ugh. that's that's a whole other issue that then you have to deal with. I'm thinking about the different ages and the things that I, I liked when I was a child. Um, when we were living in East Meadow in New York, before we moved, um, we had this quaint little um, swing set. You know, just a little metal whatever. But we had a really pretty backyard and we had a tree that my dad put these, like, I don't think they're metal, but he hammered them into the tree that mm -hmm. gave off um, syrup, maple syrup. Hold on, this says oh. your meeting will end in 10 minutes. That's weird. All right, well, we I didn't got know we had minutes. a limit. Okay. I thought, I thought that when it's two people, it's just... Uh, unlimited that's what i thought too that's bullshit zoom <laughs> but yeah my parents don't even remember that i'm like how can you not remember that there was maple syrup dripping out maybe my dad thought it was maple syrup and it wasn't but i, I, I remember know. just having this big huge tree that i would <laughs> lay under and i would always go on the swing set with my sister and it's just a fond memory that that i miss you know just those days of doing those fun you know, little things. I have some similar memory. We, my grandparents moved again, sixth grade. When I was in sixth grade, they moved from one property to another, not very far, but the new property was big and it had all these really big trees in it. And I would just lay under them, like in the grass. And oh. I think like, you know, and, and it would just be like one of those perfect spring days where the weather is beautiful. And I would just lay under there and look at the leaves. 
And I think like, why don't we do things like that as an adult? Things that just bring you like this simple joy. I don't think that we think about it too much. I don't think so either. But when you do, you should do it on a nice right. and day in Arizona. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the thing. Under the cactus. We have no grass here. <laughs> the whole on the sand, under the cactus. Sand and rocks and there's cactus. <laughs> I mean, I do have, they're called Palo Verde trees. Um, and they, they give some shade and they get kind of big, but you can't touch them because everything here has thorns on it. Oh God. You know, everything has thorns. Everything is venomous. It's all trying to kill you. You need to take a trip just to sit under a tree. I mean, when I was in Florida, I did. I, when oh, I good. went to visit my grandfather, cause they have grass. And so I was walking out there barefoot in the grass and I'm like, oh, this is just so nice. Like you just, <laughs> but the <laughs> like, thing you, is, is that grass is like weeds. It, the the real grasses you remember New York grass? Well, I've I've been to the city in New York. I haven't oh. been well, Central Park maybe or, or maybe yeah. the sides of the street, but that's real grass. The grass they have in Florida is what we called crabgrass in New York that we would kill. Oh, it's, see, no, my grandparents have pastures and seeded pastures, oh. so oh. so they have like thick. You know, because Real it was grass. horse, they had horses there for, there's no horses there now, but my whole life there was horses there. Was that, and did cattle they use, and stuff. did they use so, that grass to feed? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So it's like thick, nice pasture. And so I, my grandpa says, oh, well, you can get this in Arizona. And he, I said, okay, let's look at the cost of irrigating and planting yeah, right. this grass. And he was like, oh, maybe you can't. <laughs> I don't know if it would survive such, such hot temperatures. It will if you have like an irrigation system, but we have to pay for our water because it's really hard to dig a well here. Oh, so almost everyone's on city water. Yeah. And so, yeah, we have uh, well water for our landscaping, but, but right. we pay, but we pay for, um, sorry, I was just distracted looking out my window at the guy that was in my backyard. <laughs> I'm, I think that he might have put fertilizer down, and I don't know why they're doing something like that in my. But bag. don't they need to let you know because you have dogs? I, ha I where I yeah you think I'm up against the wall, so it divides us from another community. But we have we have um, um, areca palms, so you can't even see the wall to cover it. But I think that they can do whatever it is they want to do, but. I'm a little peeved at that because I specifically tell my landscapers no spray, no weed spray, no fertilizer, nothing. Right, and they go dogs. in the back. They go in the back. So I, I mean, I don't want to, that's like the first time in 19 years I've seen that. Maybe he's new. I'm annoyed right now. <laughs> You're going to have no, to I am them. just because, you know, like I have dogs, but anyway, all right. Something else from, oh, these are my beautiful shoes. You like them? <laughs> that I got foundation on. I was so excited about the Zoom call. I put makeup on and everything. I, that's what I said. I was like, I have to put makeup on. And Mark's like, what do you, why? You're just doing your podcast. And I said, yeah, but it's video this It's time, a video. So I can't. And it also gives <laughs> us a chance to, to put a little bit of makeup on too, which it I don't does. do very often. Yeah. Um, another childhood thing that I actually do miss is camp. I miss, I went oh, to a place yeah. called Crestwood Day Camp, uh, where a lot of, of my friends um, and people that I know from, from school went to. And I met a lot of a lot of kids from there, but just having like the whole day outlined for you. <laughs> yeah, you wake up, you get on the bus, you right. go. And it's nothing but fun, fun, fun. Yes. And I, I and you don't have to plan it. You don't have to worry no. about anything as a kid. You just go and you, you just, just go. go from one fun thing to the next. And that's all it was. But then after a period of time, I kind of got sick of it and I became a CIT. But there was so much free time and nobody was, was watching me or telling me what to do. And I spent most of the days just like walking around like, okay, where do I go? What do I do? And it just got really boring. So it was kind of at that, I think I was 15, 16, no, couldn't have been 16, 17, where I was like, I'm done. And I remember being so bored that I actually walked home and it was, it was a trek and it was in <laughs> the heat of the summer. And I remember, and where I lived, it was called the Hills and it was very hilly. Um, 
and I had nothing to drink. And I remember I finally got home and I just guzzled down a whole bottle of orange juice. And I said to my mom, I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't have time to, to be walking around. I just walked home from this. Like, I just walked going home. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't remember what I did the rest of the summer. I'm sure I figured it out. Slept a little bit Probably, more. Yeah. But I, I think I just got older, but I just remember those days of just going and hanging out with new people and yeah. we went on the trampoline. We went in the big pools. We did, what was the name of that, that game? It's a, a metal pole that a ball is a tetherball. Oh, tetherball. Yeah. yeah. You have to get it all the way around. All the way around. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I want to, I want one of those in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you remember um, or that you miss? You know, uh, the camp thing. I never got to go to camp because we had horses and we had all that stuff. But, you know, like I had friends that went to camp. Um, but just I would go to my friends' houses and just hang out there for days. You know, like we would be back and forth at one another's houses for days. And I kind of miss that, like that, um, that friendship that you get with other people as a kid because it's not quite the same when you make friends when you're an adult oh you know (laughs) not even in the same realm right like it's so so different different, but like that that friendship that you cultivate with other kids you know and that's those friendships that that actually lasted you know yeah I became friends with a with a girl at camp who was a rival. She went to a rival school of mine. And we became great, great friends over the summer. And I thought that it was going to last and it didn't. And I remember I went with my friends from school to uh, McDonald's, which was down the street from the school. And at that time you could just get in your car and go. And I saw her at McDonald's. And she completely ignored me. Like she looked, she kept looking at me like she wanted to say hello. She, you know, like, but she was with a bunch of other um, kids from the school. And I, I obviously remember this, you know, because I was upset about it. But we had so much fun. We would, we would just walk away from our counselors and we would go lay on the trampolines and just hang out. Before yeah, he was there. It was it was so nice and so much fun. And again, so carefree. There was just, you know, just going to school and that's all there was. But yeah. I wanted to mention um you were talking about having horses. When I went to Thomas's, I was um I, I don't know if what you call it. I don't think it was a CIT. I'm sure there was a specific name. I was more of like an assistant to the counselor that helped. Um, when the kids came into the ring and I, and I made sure that, you know, their stirrups were done and everything was tight. And there was this one kid that I had a crush on. I'm going to mention it. I'll probably tag him in this. Stephen D. Simone. (laughs) He had these eyes and I just had such a crush on him. And he, he went to Thomas's and he's on the horse and I'm below him and I now have to you know, take care. I had to make the stirrups a little bit longer for him. And I was just so busy trying not to act like I have a crush on him that I neglected to hold the neck of the horse. And he came around and he bit my side. Part two, everybody. Sorry, for some reason, Zoom cut us off. Um, But anyway, so I remember getting bitten on my side because I was not paying attention to the horse. And I don't know if he asked if I was okay, but I, I just remember saying, yeah, I'm all right. And the pain, you might know if you've ever gotten oh, bit, yes. <laughs> it burns, right? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like dying. And meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm right. like, you're good to go. And he, you know, trotted off. And I walked very casually to the clinic and was like, ice, I need ice. And you could see the mouth, the, the, yes. the teeth marks mm-hmm. on both sides of my front and my side. And at that time, I was really, really thin. And I was afraid that the bite might have broken a rib. I mean, it was that bad. He was like, yeah. I'm not going to have this kid on me. 
<laughs> uh, and the nurse said, no, 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 it didn't, it didn't break anything. It didn't even break the skin, but you're going to have bruising. And I did, I had a nice little bruise. It bruises a lot when they bite you. Yeah. But I do remember that day being so excited to just be in the ring and, you know, help all the, the kids that were my age. And then Steven comes around. I'm like, oh no. Oh, oh yeah. Well, so that's something that I don't miss is that awkwardness. Oh yeah. You know, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. so yeah, you get the carefreeness, but, uh, also, you know, super awkward. Don't know how to act around boys you like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never, I mean, when I would have a crush on a guy, it, it, it was really pretty much that I remember I had a crush on another kid in high school. He was a year younger and I was doing everything I could to get his attention without getting his attention. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't walk up to him. I wouldn't say anything to him. I would just dress the part and be uh, around more often. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember they had this thing where um, for Valentine's Day, you could give someone a rose and or you can write something in some kind of like newsletter for Valentine's Day. So I wrote something to him anonymously. <laughs> I don't remember what it said, like your secret admirer or there's someone that, that has a crush on you or something. And it wasn't until a few months later that, and I don't remember, but we wound up talking at a party and I said, hey, you know, do you remember it, Valentine's Day? And he's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, that was me. I don't remember what he said. We wound up dating for a little while too. Oh, um, so. Very short period of time. But the, it, it, I guess it was a little awkward, but I, I did it at such a slow pace that I guess it was no longer awkward. And we were friends first. Yeah, that makes it less awkward. Yeah, friends, and then it kind of led into something else, but not for very long because I was a, was I a senior? Yeah, I was a senior and I just um, so. didn't have time for that. I wasn't really into having any kind of relationship or anything. I just wanted to see what the next thing was going, you know, to be for me. Oh, so that's something that you, that I would miss. Um, you know, when you're a kid, like you have the whole, your whole life in front of you and you can think about all of these possibilities and all of these things you could do, you know, and as you age, like those possibilities or like the things you could do sort of shrink down, you know, like, <laughs> but as a kid, you're like, yeah, I can be a marine biologist and travel the world and you got you know, all the time, right? You have all the time. You can do whatever you want. Like that, that possibility, I guess would be something that I would miss as well. And now it's like, God, I don't have that much time on this earth right and you just think like i wasted all of this time working at these jobs that i didn't really love yeah and you it's know, and for, very very true i think i read something or saw another ted talks about that i, I have to try and dig it up about you know how time is really precious and and you have to make the best of it and and things you can do to, to kind of get closer to the things that you've been wanting to do. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember too much about it. It was very insightful. And again, it's one of those things that just, it just said it. And you were like, oh, okay. But you know, with that, with all those dreams and all those things that you want to do, like for me, I have wanted to travel for the last few years. I have been, I, I, I as soon as my son was out of college because he was you know, still at home, I was like, okay, that's it. At that point. It's time now. Hard. Yeah. Um, and then COVID came and yes. <laughs> it really set us, set us back. And we were planning on, we were making plans, like taking like our bucket lists and my bucket list. And we were going to travel. The first place I was going to go was uh, either to Greece or to the Netherlands and Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. Because there's this place that I, I've been wanting to see that is um, the Tulip Gardens or Times of the Oh, tulip. yeah. About that. But with that also comes money. You know, you have yeah. to really, you know, figure out how much everything is going to cost and what can you do first? What can you do second? And then who's going to watch my dogs? And, 
right? If my son stays behind, will he watch the dogs? No, I really want to bring my son. And then it's just, it's, just a, it's a whole thing. thing. It starts off with a really great idea and a dream. And then comes all that response. The logic. <laughs> what the, yeah, how much is it going to cost? And, huh? and the dogs and, you know, what's the weather going to be like? Mm-hmm. And, and let's not forget to mention a little thing uh, about me being terrified of flying. Oh. So, yeah. So, I mean, I went to um, New York two years ago for my, my 50th birthday. And I had no choice because my husband already made the plans and was like, you're too bad. You have to go. I cried on the, the takeoff and then the landing both times. And I mean, like, a, a like, fearful cry. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I used to love flying. I never even thought twice about it, you know, about no. crashes or anything. Oh, my God. I remember we went on a family vacation to Acapulco. And on the way home, the, the plane literally started falling apart. Tiles <laughs> were falling down. There was all this horrible, horrible turbulence. And I was on the plane with a lot of kids that I had met on that vacation and they're all terrified and crying and that might have been the beginning of it for me. <laughs> yeah, that that would do it. Went but, to Vegas. Oh well as a kid like you don't think you don't think about the bad things that could happen. Like I never thought about like getting into a car accident or like you know it, it wasn't until I was in high school and I had a friend die in a car accident that then I started to be like, oh like that can be, you know, it can be scary, you know, but same thing with like planes, like getting on boats, going tubing, just like all of these things that you could get really hurt doing. I never thought twice about them. I think it comes with the territory as we age and as we become parents, um, definitely becoming a mom has made me a lot more in tune to things that I might not have thought of years ago. And, and just, I think being an adult, you know, you, you're kind of like forced to have to think. And then, and then because you're older and you see the things that are happening or you have friends or know a friend of a friend of a friend that this happened to. So then you start yeah. thinking, oh my God, you know, can this happen to right. me? Right. And then you think about the thing, like if I were to get really hurt doing this thing, then I'm not going to be able to work. And then, you know, money, how am I going to pay, pay my for things? Yep. All, you know, it's cool. a domino effect. It is. It really is. And the whole thing of the of being responsible and that thrust my sister had told me that you know her son is is living with another girl they they moved out almost a year ago and he was saying to her you know i i'm like literally parenting myself now and and all of these things that i wouldn't have thought of and she told him about the mel robbins thing that i told you about to watch that no one is going to be there to help you through it you're on your own you're gonna have to do it yourself and that's the thing when you listen to her say it for the first time i mean even though i'm saying it to you but when you actually hear it it's like oh my god i'm on my own like i know i might have a husband a boyfriend a son parents friends whatever but in order for me to do what i want to do i'm the only one that's going to do it. And it's a, it, it was a scary feeling listening to it because it's like I knew it, but I heard right. it registered yeah. right so deep, like inside my soul. I was just kind of like, oh my God, I'm the one that has to <laughs> push myself. Because I remember saying to my husband, you're my motivation. You have to go walking with me at night. You know, nah, nah. Yeah. And I was trying to push the blame on him. And, and right. it's just like, God damn it. Me, I do the same thing because I'll be like, Mark, we have to go to the gym together. Like, if we go together, then I'll go. And if you eat healthy foods, then I will eat healthy foods. But, like, if you eat healthy foods, (laughs) (laughs) and he's like, It's all you, not me. It's all you. And if you (laughs) do this, then I will get the benefits. But then, you know, he's like, You do all of the grocery shopping. Like you do that. You plan our meals and do the grocery yeah. shopping and stuff. He's like, so how, how do you want me to choose healthier foods? 
like, but you see now, you see how like talking about it is making you realize that. Yeah, it's just me. Really me. Like I'm the only one that has these feet that can start, yeah. you know, walking. Right. And I think that when you learn that at a younger age versus an older age, it's better. I think that we all know it. It's just that when you hear it and when you hear right. her say it, the way she says it, she's like, you're on your own. No one's going to do it for you. Like it was like very tough motherly love the way yes. she was saying it. And I was walking. Sometimes when I do my walking, I'll either listen to well, music or motivational speakers, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was listening to this and I was like, it's getting angry. Right. Was, you do get angry because you're like, how dare she say that I'm responsible for this? It was like my mom telling yeah. me, right. And then I think I was angry because I realized that she's that also correct. Yeah, she's right. It's all me. And again, it's weird. Although I knew it to hear it, to hear someone yeah. say it. Wow. It was really intense. But anyway, let me think of what else I missed. I'm trying to think of my, my older, my older self my older child, like up until like, I'm thinking maybe 15 or 16, I, I definitely miss, you know, being with my sister more, you know, and yeah. we, we were very opposite and we still are. But I think that as we matured and, and become parents, it's become um, a, a much nicer relationship. But I remember still, you know, as a kid, just she was always there. Um, I was always there, even though there would be times when we would fight, it was still <clears throat> always knowing that we were still there with each other, had each other, you know, you were never really alone. You always had right. someone else. If you were bored, you could, you know, just be friends with each other, watch TV, you know, go in the right. pool together, do whatever. Yeah, I miss that. I mean, although there were, there were a lot of opposites with us, I still think that the fact that we both knew that we had each other was, you know, still good. It is. Yeah. We used to have like big family gatherings when I was a kid. Aww. And, you know, um, after my grandmother died, I realized like she was the, the glue holding everyone together because everyone Aww. sort of drifted apart after that. And so I, I do miss those things sometimes. Like yesterday was Easter, obviously. And that would have been a day when everybody gathered at their house and had a meal together and the kids would hunt eggs. And so of course, you know, we hid eggs for Aubrey, but it's like, it's the three of us and it wasn't, it's not quite the same, you know? So I do yeah. miss that from being I a kid. I miss that too. I, I had gotten together every year for Thanksgiving and Passover here and there with um, my uncle, my aunt and all of the cousins. And <clears throat> it was, it was really, really nice. It was really yeah. nice. And I, I really looked forward to that. And they had this big, huge home. And, you know, I would, I would get lost in their home and go into all the different rooms, hang out with my cousins, have a, a feast. And, you know, it was just nice to, to see everybody. And then, yeah. you know, I was the youngest. And every, all of my cousins had either gotten married, moved away, had kids. And um, we just all kind of grew up and then uh, we kind of separated, but the cousins themselves who, the, the brothers and sisters, there's four of them, they all had kids and all of their kids are really great pals with each other, their cousins too. That's so okay. they still have that, which is good. Every now and then I'll see them every so often. And, you know, we're, we're on Facebook together so we can still see each other's lives. But even their kids are, are grown and married and, and have had kids. It's just, oh my God, what? <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'm like, no, that's, that person doesn't have kids. I'm not that old that that person that I knew as a child. Like, you know, like, you know, exactly. them as a child. And, you know, I'm like, no, they're still like seven, you know, but they're <laughs> not, you know, they're not. And I, they're I not, but you know, the one thing I was going to say is that I, I was the baby. And so I was much younger than the majority of them. So, I mean, I'm, I'm only 52. Their kids are all already grown and out of the house. And I mean, my son is going to be 25, but he's, the youngest one of, of all of the other oh. um, cousins. But it's just too bad that he never got 
to know them, um, especially because we moved to Florida. But even before then, they had already had their kids and we just all lost touch with one another. But I think that tends to happen as you get older and you have your own family and, you know, yeah, like. With some, I mean, they certainly seem to make it a point to still have a, a relationship with one another. Um, but I, it's more than likely because they're, you know, they're siblings versus right. you know, cousins. But, you know, just, it's just, I think, what happens in time. As long as we can still, you know, have some kind of a connection, even if it's through Facebook, it's still something. It is still something. Yeah, yeah but I, I do miss that. And especially because, like, I've moved away. So, like, you know, they'll yeah, get together. Like, 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 and I don't live near any family, so if I, like, sometimes I get a little jealous, you know, like, I'll see them get together, and I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, but you, you made the choice, like, well, that's just, you, like, you chose to move away, you made so. that choice, yeah, um, something else I miss is, is the, the, not so much the friends, um, I, the friends, yeah, but not so much the friends that I had in high school, it was just the friendships, and, and, you know, the talking on the phone for hours and talking about boys and, and, you know, on a whim, you know, let's get together. Let's go out. Let's, let's go to the mm -hmm. diner. Oh, I miss yeah. diners. I miss diners. They don't have anything here in Florida like that. And I just miss going out to clubs and dancing with my friends or, or going out. We used to go for yogurt just any day yeah. of the week, just meet for yogurt or, you know, they, there were open house parties when, when I was at high school and we would just, I remember I was really tired and I wasn't even planning on going out and my friend called me and she's like, okay, you know, there's an open house party right up the street from you. I'm, I'm, I'm coming by and I'm like, I'm not even dressed. Like, I'm not even ready. Yeah, I'm not like, ready. Yeah, she's like, just get ready. I'm like, fine, whatever. Put on a pair of jeans, shirt, you know, put my hair up, put a little makeup on. She's beeping her horn. I go out and I meet her and she's like, it took you 15 minutes to get ready. It took me an hour. How do you look so good? She said that to me. How do you look so good? That I miss. Needing 10 freaking minutes to <laughs> get minutes ready to get I know. and looking I, good. Yeah, yeah. because this morning I was asking Mark because I didn't sleep very well last night. I'm like, do I have bags under my eyes? Like, <laughs> do I have, you know, like, you know, I mean, as a teenager, I, I would know. never think about asking someone, do I have bags under my eyes? You know, right? I would put on like, the bare minimum of makeup yeah and then put on whatever clothes because you know i was very thin and small and thin. anything i put yes. on looked good um, that's right so, that's right. you know and that's how it was because i know you're you're very small too like i barely hit five three and i was always very tiny and petite and so whatever you put on when you're tiny like that looks good it's flattering yep and yeah and and my so hair is and my hair, you know, is curly and frizzy, which you can mm -hmm. see, but I haven't washed my hair in like three days, so it looks like shit. But normally, I, I or lately, I straighten it or I, I just curl it. But back then, I didn't know all the tips and tricks with curly hair. So, and I would wash my hair every day or every other day. So I always had product in it and it was always curly and ready, you know, and chopped up, like in layers. So when you have layers and curly hair, it's like you could just go anywhere. And... <laughs> That's the, the, I just remember that that's what I did. I just let my hair down. I had a pick and I was like, put a little mascara on, whatever, you know, no one can see me. I'm going and going to an open house party yeah. where it's nighttime. And you don't have to put on any foundation or anything because your skin is, my skin was perfect. Like as a teenager, I, my skin was perfect. I rarely got a blemish. I didn't have these I little... Did. I had, I, I had gotten a few of them, but not, I actually wound up getting um, adult acne when I was um, older. What is this? Voicemail. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I got adult acne. That wasn't until I was like in my early 20s, but it didn't last very long because I, I got the right product. But yeah. it also <clears throat> turned out that I had gotten bangs and my forehead was breaking out. And it was my mom. Oh, because of the hairspray and the product. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, maybe it's the hairspray and the product. Well, maybe you're right. Got rid of the bangs, you know, we just put them up. Oh, I wore a headband for a while until they grew out. But anyway, um, yeah, and then the breakouts stopped. But I, I would get some breakouts like over here and I started using Proactive, which at the time for me was expensive,
but it was the only thing that worked. So, but yeah, I do remember it, it taking very little time, but you know, the friend who I'm talking about uh, that picked me up was, was extremely hard on herself and very, uh, very self-conscious. Yeah. And, you know, she could never look exactly how she wanted to look. And then she would see me and she would, you know, it wasn't just me, it was everybody else that looked good. Yeah. Um, but it's just that I didn't care how I looked most of the time. I wasn't out yeah. to, 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 to impress anyone. I was going with my friends. I was going to maybe get a little high and see some other people that I knew. And, and that was all it was for me. I didn't care yeah. at the time, you know? I think I, I got missed older. that too. Cause, <laughs> you didn't yeah, care? Cause, yeah, I didn't care. I would just, you know, like it didn't matter to me. I didn't care if I impressed anyone. I know. And that's, that's a vulnerable age. When you're in your teens, a, a lot of girls, and I'm sure boys, are very impressionable. And, you know, look, I had no choice with my hair because it was the 80s. Everything was big. And I happened to already And you had big have, hair. Yeah. <laughs> like you were have really big hair anyway that I didn't have to do much with. But... I, I did, I remember that for my, um, <clears throat> my senior picture, I globbed on the makeup. I, my picture is j just really thick black eyeliner. I just remember that and just my, my, my just big, huge fro of hair. But I really, I really didn't care. There were a lot of kids at that age that did care and <clears throat> would make themselves up and do their hair. And, I had a friend who would use half a bottle of Aquanet every time she'd do her hair. Um, and the boof, you know, it was like up to here. Yeah. And it went like this. And then she had a hole in the back of her head. And I'm like, hey, um, do you care about what the back of your head looks like? Because you nope. got like a little hole going on there. <laughs> yeah, right. No, not really. Um, but yeah, I didn't really care too much. I cared more about just having fun and being with the people that yeah. I liked and not the fake people. And now I still, I actually really don't care that much now either. I know yeah. there was a time when I did. Yeah, I, I'm going to say now at this phase, I don't really care either. Like, um, mm -hmm. you I'm know, like. done with all that. Yeah, I'm done with all that. But I know that there was a time, you know, probably in my 20s that I was very concerned about how I looked and putting off the right impression and, sure, you know, in, insecure. I, in my 20s, um, I was dating this guy in my early, my late, I think it was starting at 19. And that's when I started, you know, putting on the makeup and really doing mm -hmm. the hair and mainly just for him. But I was never a huge makeup wearer. And now that I do what I do, I, I never wear makeup unless I go out and I never I do it, my hair. I put it on on days when I have to take pictures of products because I know I'm gonna mm -hmm. be in the picture so people can see the fan stuff or yeah or zoom but other than that like I don't wear makeup on a daily basis you know something else that I miss are family trips I was saying before about Acapulco I remember you know coming to Florida often with my parents to see my grandparents they lived in mm -hmm. Hollywood Florida um that was a lot of fun and, and going, you know, to the theme parks. Oh yeah. And yeah. And you know, I remember going to Acapulco. I, what I loved about Acapulco was <clears throat> my sister and I, I was, uh, was I a senior or a junior? Well, it doesn't really matter, but my parents had their own room. We got our own room and we were on our own. My mom and dad uh, like, you know, just be, be back by a certain time. We're like, okay, mm -hmm. sure. And we would all go up and all go into our rooms at the same time. And then me and my sister <laughs> just like go back out. out and leave. <laughs> well, because they, it's like 11, 1130 and all the kids are hanging out in like yeah. the disco, you yeah. know, and, and walking around and going on the beach. And it was just a lot of fun. And we were on our own. I wasn't really hanging out with my sister that much. She kind of found her little group. I found my little group. And I found out that there was this kid who was a year younger than me that liked me. But meanwhile, it's like five days into the, the vacation and we're there for like another day or two. And I'm like, why didn't he say anything? And he was really cute too. I didn't even, you know, again, not looking, not thinking. Right. You just 
and then I remember we started dating. He lived, he lived in New York. He lived like a half an hour from where I lived. And then it ended very quickly because <laughs> he invited me to his house. And I think that he thought that he was going to get it on with me, like really oh, get it on because yeah. there was another couple that was his friend and his girlfriend and they escaped and went into some other room. And you can hear all this like rustling going on and you could tell that that's kind of what he wanted what to do. He, I'm like, yeah, Dude, I don't even know you. you. Do. Like, yeah, I was like, I don't even know you. Did you like, is this what you expected when I came out here? Like, that's not me. And I don't just like start doing things with, with a guy I don't know. And that was the end of that. I never saw him again <laughs> after that. Hello. <laughs> Oh, yeah, nope, we're so good. We're so good. Well, that's Mark. <laughs> Hi, Mark. <laughs> you guys have heard me talk about him, so there he is. Aww. Well, let's wrap it up. So, um, okay. tell our lovely viewers <laughs> and listeners <laughs> how they can touch base with you. Um, I'm the Rhonda Marie on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Perfect. And I am nothing but Julie with the same uh, social media and you can listen to our podcast on any platform. Uh, at some point I'm going to link this Zoom and the other one. So you're going to have to watch both of us, both parts. <laughs> so anyway, this is great fun. Thanks Rhonda. Thanks. Bye. Bye.